0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: WQAD Podcast Network. Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. Dazzo and the Degenerates. Place your bets. Your Quad Cities Sports Gambling Podcast. This week's best plays. Last week's bad
0: beats. And most importantly, a whole bunch of winners.
2: It was the most listened to Dazzo and the Degenerates podcast of all time, and we laid an egg.
1: Yeah, not a very good, uh, not a good showing on Saturday or Sunday, especially Sunday with the NFL, just a bloodbath.
2: Yeah, it was uh, a frustrating one. But you, you'd look around and you'd talk to a lot of gambling experts, which we like to consider ourselves. And I think it was just a rough weekend for football all about. I think a lot of people struggled. A lot of close calls, which is what we deal with every week. And I think if you listen to the overall podcast, there were some winners there. But, boy, Strooper, our picks, was a, was a struggle. And I put I, I headlined the whole thing in Strooper We Trust. You owe us an apology, o my and friend. 0-4. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's it that's all you you're know I, great fade material though
0: I, I will say this that the the great thing is is that we don't uh we don't place the bets for our listeners so if they really um you know don't like what we're saying, or they you, we're on a bad streak. They can just fade us and, and play the other side, and they would have been what one and one, and, or sorry, eleven
2: and one. No, tw- <laughs> I think two, two and ten. I think I think we had the Thursday night one with Pete, and then uh, we had the uh, over under. We had the under of Florida. And Miami. And other than that, yeesh. Um, real quick, we'll, 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 we'll stop in and get a kick in the nuts before we talk about this week's games. And, Stroop, you you got to still be icing those boys. Pick one and tell us about it.
0: <laughs> well, there's like five of them, and I actually have two I wanted to talk about. But this is the second time this year this has happened where a team, in this case Memphis, they are, they, they're down by, P, uh, tell me if I'm telling the story wrong, but they're they're down by 14 points, they score a touchdown, they're going to cover if all they have to do is kick the extra point, and for and they're down by eight with with minutes to go in the game, and they decide to go for two, and sorry, I, I've said it wrong, they go for two, they get it, um, we had the other side of that, who Pete, I, I, I try to forget these games.
1: Who, who is Memphis playing? A Memphis SMU. Memphis was up 16. Uh, I can't hear you. Memphis was up 16 versus SMU with two minutes left in the third. Then they got up. Um, they got as, up as much as 21 points with under 10 minutes left. So that bet looked like it was a, a definite winner. Actually, I think it was 22, 54 to 32 with nine and a half minutes left. A couple junk touchdowns. And with two minutes left, it's a 14 point game. The line is six uh memphis or smu scores then they decide to go for two for no reason for no reason i guess i guess your reason is if you don't if you don't get it then you somehow you know get the onside kick score go for two again to tie or you get the two now and then you somehow you know score touchdown and then kick the extra point i think they knew what the
2: line was i really do
1: the hard part was that was a five and a half line all week long i waited until uh Till Saturday and grabbed it at six, and then yeah, ends up being a push.
2: Yeah, it was a rough one. There was plenty of kicks in the nuts. So we're gonna we're gonna get done with that. We're gonna move on to a fresh week. And you know, last week we talked about the college slate kind of sucking, and it did suck, and it was kind of grasping at straws and trying to find stuff that we liked. Um, this week. So many games to talk about, so many really good games to talk about. It being uh, a Quad City-based uh, podcast, we're going to talk about um, our local teams first, and we'll talk about the University of Iowa, who has a kind of a chance to put their fate in their own hands when it comes to the Big Ten West, if they can go to Madison and knock off the Badgers. We talk about spot plays a lot when it comes to um, the world of college football and gambling, and, boy, um, Wisconsin's coming off two losses, and they're coming off a bye week. So they had to, They had that embarrassing loss to Illinois a few weeks ago, and their bounce-back game was against Ohio State at Ohio State. So they're coming off two losses and a bye week. Iowa is coming off a bye week as well. The Hawkeyes have struggled in, in Madison and in this series since 2010. Since 2010, Iowa has one victory against Wisconsin – Overall, and that was a 2015 game where they needed a fumble in the last minute as Wisconsin was going in to win the game in order to win that football game last year. Um, Iowa lost 28-17 to in a game that they were up 17-14 with like two minutes to go. I think, Pete, you were at Kinnick Stadium with me, and Wisconsin scored twice, and then they scored once to take the lead, and then they scored a, a cheap touchdown late to, to win it. But um, Wisconsin's dominated the series. They love to run the football. Iowa's struggle on defense, if there is one, is, is stopping the run consistently and it's going to be a really good defense against a Nate Stanley guy who hasn't won a big Big Ten road game. He's won three times against Iowa State, which is impressive. He's won two bowl games. He beat Ohio State last year. So there's there's games in his career that he's done well with, but he's always struggled on the road in big games in the Big Ten. So that's my my, my little precursor to this game. We'll start with Pete and what he likes with the Badgers and the Hawkeyes on Saturday.
1: So this game opened up. I saw it open up at 10, uh, down to 8.5 now, but very low total of 38. So it's uh, spread to total. It's pretty, uh pretty interesting percentage there. That's basically saying Vegas doesn't think Iowa can score. Um, you know, you're looking at a, a game where Wisconsin might win this game by 10, so I that doesn't leave a whole lot of room for Iowa. Um, my standpoint, this is a Wisconsin in a tease or a money line. I'm not going to lay the 8.5. Um, if it was under a touchdown, a touchdown or less, I'd... I would uh, consider taking Wisconsin, but this will be a money line or a tease Wisconsin for me.
2: Yeah, and it's fluid right now with what it is. I saw it at 9.5 yesterday. You had it at 8.5. I have it right now at 9. So it's anywhere between that, that line. Stroop, what do you have on the Hawkeyes and the Badgers this week?
0: I would say the tease, again with Wisconsin and the under. Um, I, I fear a blowout and then garbage points from Iowa at the end. Uh, if if that happens, that's where the over comes into play and, and it's a little scary. I probably won't play it. I'll root for Iowa. You know, Iowa. This is kind of uh, maybe maybe you'll disagree, but this is the uh, I guess the the playoffs for the for the Hawkeyes. If if they win, then. Uh, you know they may have a chance
2: against Ohio State in the uh, in the playoffs. So uh, as far as Big Ten goes, yeah, the winner of didn't say playoff. The, the winner of the Big Ten West gets Ohio State. So congratulations with that. But um, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, our Hawkeye expert Tom Kaker really talked about the under last night in a podcast that I do with him. Um, that's something he would like. I, we both have Iowa losing this football game. He has them losing twenty to ten. Um, it's it screams. Parlay or it screams, put this in a money line parlay, put this in a teaser. I'd even tease it down if you can get it minus if you can get it less than three by teasing it down. I think you're fine. Really good spot play for Wisconsin, a, a good football team who hasn't won a game in a month and finally gets a chance to play a home game. Um, yeah, Nate Stanley's gonna have to beat the Badgers. I have this, we'll do our four pack plays here in a little bit, but um, Wisconsin will be in a money line parlay with me.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things too with Iowa, they haven't played in so long and then they played, uh, Northwestern, so it kind of, you forget about the struggles maybe yeah. they, they've had, and now uh, I think they're going to come back, and um, I don't I don't think you're going to see anything different from their offense.
2: Iowa has struggled to run the ball against good teams, and Wisconsin's a good football team. So if they can't do that, then it's in Nate Stanley's hands and, and could, get, could go one of two ways, and unfortunately on the road in the Big Ten it goes the other way. So um, the other big game in the Big Ten is a team that I haven't believed in all year. Minnesota gets a home game against Penn State. Um, Penn State is minus seven, so the Gophers are a a touchdown home underdog. Pete, what do you think of Minnesota and Penn
1: State? Haven't trusted either team, uh, especially Minnesota. just has been waiting for them to come back to reality, but they haven't really played anything. With that being said, uh, all my numbers right now lean towards Minnesota and taking that seven points. (sighs) Stroop,
0: what do you like? 100% agree. Checks all the boxes. If you guys want to know. 66% of the tickets, um, which we consider probably most of the public, uh, they are on uh, Penn State, so that's good. Um, And then I actually – and I know that the numbers can get so skewed with a team like Minnesota right now, so you have to take that into consideration. But with the home field advantage, I have them as actually a three-point favorite, and I know you can roll your eyes, but uh, it makes all the sense as to why – So with that said, I take the seven points gladly. It's going to be one of my plays of the week, I'm going to tell you that, Um, and we'll see if Minnesota's for
2: real. I can't. I'm not going to go against you guys. I'm not going to sit here and tell people to put money on Minnesota. I think they're a smoke and mirrors team. they remind me a lot of the 2015 Iowa Hawkeyes where I lost money on them a lot because I kept on thinking they're going to lose. Maybe this is them and they continue to win. I don't buy them yet. Um, This is the biggest game for Minnesota football in my lifetime. Yeah, I can't imagine I'm there being you. a bigger game than that. So that's the one thing you hate betting against. I would take Penn State. I would lay the points. I would I would put Penn State in the money line if I had to. I'm not going to tell people what to do on this one because Streep will have this on his four-pack plays. You know,
0: it's, it's, it's one of those ones where it, it kind of, it, and I'm not saying that the line stinks like it has for some of these games we've seen, but it's like, gosh, this is... You know, you almost want to take Penn State because I think that that number um, is is a little low. I, I mean, Penn State, what, what are they ranked right now? Are they is it are they fourth?
2: Yeah, they came in fourth. They came in fourth in the uh, in the college football first rankings and stuff. So yeah, I mean, you would think more, but you look at a team that's eight and zero at home. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to bet that simply because of that.
0: Well, that, that's what I. But that's what I'm saying is is that it's almost like they're enticing us to bet Minnesota. And next week when we do this podcast, we might be saying, yep, we knew it. Penn State blew them out by 21 because because seven points at home with a team that, that no, that's crazy.
2: Minnesota barely beat Purdue. Remember, and Purdue sucks. Yeah. Just remember those things.
1: I think it'd be, uh, I mean, I could see putting Penn State in like like a tease with Wisconsin, that type of thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think Minnesota could score a little more than some of these teams that Penn State's been playing, um, like Michigan State, Iowa. But then again, Minnesota's been playing just absolute trash teams every single game.
2: This next game, I turn to my degenerates for help because I'm so torn on LSU and Alabama. It's at Alabama. Um, LSU, I've been high on all year, especially because I thought Texas was going to beat them the first week of the year. So they beat Texas at Texas. That that game doesn't look as great anymore. That that win doesn't look as awesome because Texas has lost three games. So, um, but they have beaten Florida. They have uh, other big wins on the resume as well. So. Is um, less you do to lose. It's at Alabama. Is Bama as good as people think they are? I don't know. I can't decide, and I hope you guys can help me out.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's a game you obviously want to and have to bet on, but it's such a such a torn thing. So you don't
2: have to uh, have this sickness. game. you have
1: to. This is too good of a game not to. But uh, two is injury. It feels like he's coming back from what I yeah. what I assume he's going to play. But it's one of those injuries that was supposed to last a few weeks, and he's going to. They're going to press their luck, bring him forward a little bit so you don't really know how healthy he really is in my opinion this game the six and a half doesn't do really anything for me because I wouldn't feel comfortable with six and a half I'd buy it to seven yeah to me this is it's a really weird feel really weird thought I think I'm going to play LSU money line but if I was to play with the spread I would probably I think it's going to be Bama wins by double figures or LSU wins the game outright if that makes any sense I can I see what you're saying Pete or Stroop what do you think
0: you know, I'm, this is all feel for me as well. I'm going to say that uh, 78% of the tickets are on LSU, and just for that prime reason, I'm actually going to go on the other side, and this feels like an Alabama blowout to me, and so, you know, but that said, it's, it's not going to be a big bet. Um, of course I'm going to bet it, because why wouldn't we? And uh, it'll be the best game of the day, so. Um, but I, I, yeah, I'm going to take Alabama um, and lay the points. I I just I feel like that's what it's going to
1: look like. And the reason you have to bet this game is in the Midwest. You're watching this game when it comes on. There's no way. I mean, I guess is this a 230 game? I'm assuming yeah, it's I- a Iowa. Yeah, it's against Iowa So yeah, I guess some people will go will go that route. But for the most part, if you're not an Iowa fan or diehard Iowa fan, you're watching this game. And when you watch it, you really don't have a. You really don't give a shit who wins, right? I mean, no. unless you're shooting against Bama that hard, so you, that's why you have to bet this game.
2: Um, I would, I'll just take my time to, to warn people to buy it, buy this up one way or another. If you're going to do this, if you get the seven or or lay or or keep it at six and a half. But either way, if you're going to take Louis, if you're going to take LSU, a great example is last week with Florida and Georgia. It was at six and a half, and I liked Florida. I bought them up to seven, and it saved me pushing. Um. There's no reason not to buy it unless you're rolling out 20 G's on a game and it's going to cost you a thousand dollars to do it or whatever that would be. If you're like us and you're just you're just gambling some money here and there, just buy it up. Um. Yeah, I lean towards LSU and it makes sense that if you're going to do it, you might as well money line them and make some money out of it. But um, gosh, I don't have a big enough say. Yeah, if to you're that tor- if you're
1: that torn in the game and you're going to get plus two hundred for the money line, that's I'm waiting I, for I, somebody like to it. tell
2: me why. I'm j- and and uh, maybe I'll listen through this week and maybe we'll have something on Twitter. But it's still torn big time on this game. Um, the fighting line, I have won three straight games for the first time since like. 2007 to put things in perspective i have four kids right now i had no kids back in 2007 hell i wasn't even married so it's been a long time since illinois has won three straight games they're not winning a fourth straight game on the road at michigan state are they it's a 14 and a half point line it's a lot of points though for a michigan state team that against the spread and getting points at home has been bad this year
1: yep i don't think michigan state could score enough honestly uh that extra hook really really matters uh Right now, numbers looking at the kind of my numbers lean Michigan State, but I'm probably not going to bet this. If I was going to bet it, I would, my gut tells me Illinois plus the 14.5, because I don't think Michigan State could score enough to distance themselves from Illinois. Strooper, what do you got?
0: All right, straight feel. First, first off, I want to say that last weekend I took the Illini. I said that, that I think they're going to win by 28, and they won by 28. It was ugly uh, for a minute there, but then in the second half they turned it around. So I have been the Illini one way or another this year. I've I played them, you know, from time to time, and I feel like they they've won me some money. This week will be a lot different. It's all feel. Um, you know, I, I saw this, and and I did look this number up yesterday. But everybody's on Illinois right now, and this this is all the more reason to say the Michigan State is going to blow them out. They're not winning four in a row. Um, they're, they're still the Illini. They're yes, they're a better football team. This isn't the game though. that they're going to hang their hat on. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll I don't know that I don't know I bet it, but. I'd take Michigan State, and make sure you're down to try to get to 14 if it's at 14 and a half.
2: If if, if, this is simple for me, Illinois is not winning four straight games – um, so, I will then just hush and listen. <laughs> um, and Illinois is not winning four straight games, so I will have them in a money line. If I had to bet the line, if I had to, then I would probably take the 14 and a half and, and take Illinois. I can see them, you know, backdoor covering, losing by 10, losing by seven. But Michigan State, Michigan State's without their best receiver, without their best lineman. I mean, it's not, but they're coming off a bye week and they've lost like three straight games too. Yeah. So, I just don't
1: think they're good. That's the other I thing about Michigan it. State. They're I, not good.
2: Yeah, so it's it, hold your nose if you're betting this game with the points, but I'll probably put them in a money line parallel. Um, Iowa State and um it's no no October's over, so October is officially over. They go to Oklahoma. They're getting fourteen and a half on the road at Oklahoma. Bounce back game for Oklahoma, correct? Or have they played since they lost that the, yep. the, they were off last was week, it. right? Yeah. Um, so bounce back game for them. And just real fast, those rankings came out this week and there's teams that have to do work in order to get into the top four. When you look at Clemson, when you look at Oklahoma, teams that expect to be in the college football playoff. So I don't think they're going to be nice to anybody. I think they're looking for impression points and, and all that kind of stuff. And I think there's going to be teams blowing teams out just to make sure that they, they, they get looked favorably upon by that committee. So um with that being said, I, I like Oklahoma in this game and, and I'm gonna put them in a money line parlay eventually.
1: Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna lay the fourteen and a half kind of uh, I think I is ISU's gonna be able to score with, with Oklahoma for a little while. That would be my reasoning for not uh, not going not laying the fourteen and a half 'cause I think they could keep it within that within that number, but I think it'll be I think it'd be pretty close. Yeah, if you're if you're gonna put this game in anything, yeah, you could take Oklahoma to some degree. I'm assuming it's probably minus a thousand or minus eight hundred, so it's nothing nothing worthwhile. Stroop?
0: Real quick, uh, rule number three, don't don't bet against my boy Brock, and so uh, I see a backdoor cover at the end of the game um, where I wouldn't, I I, I don't think I'll bet it though, um, because you're exactly right, you have it in your mind, Oklahoma needs to win by a lot, so that scares the heck out of me. Um, but just mark my words that if he comes down and brings them down the field and they lose by 10 or 13 or something like that, you'll be saying, yep, Stroop was right again.
2: Um, yeah, I'm going to put him in a money line parlay. Are we missing anything college-wise that you guys would like to talk about? I know usually you have a thought, Stroop, when it comes to Arizona State and that kind of stuff.
0: No, I, I, th- really the one that I wanted to talk about really quickly was just uh, Notre Dame-Duke. And I was going to pull up because the numbers have been gone back and forth on this game as far as the percentages um, I really really like Duke and how often can you say that in college football that you like Duke against a team like Notre Dame um, I think Notre Dame's season is done and they know it and I, I'm not saying Duke's going to win this game 93% of the tickets this is what I wanted to see 93% of the tickets are on Notre Dame they're getting 8 points um, I, that's going to be a big play for me so I don't know if you guys have thoughts on that
1: but yeah this was actually one game when you when you texted it out it was one of like the top three games on my sheet as far as a team to take and Duke was that team uh, for the reason just said all the money's on or all the tickets are on Notre Dame but there's almost it was like almost half the money was on Duke so Duke's getting bet uh with some big dollars just not a lot of not a lot of people betting on him so uh over a touchdown yeah that that makes a Makes a difference. Notre Dame hasn't looked good. Virginia Tech's not a good football team, and they really shouldn't have won that game at home last week. So,
0: Hey, one, 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 one more thing. We talked about this, and we've been talking about it. When lines stink, that's when we need to bet on the other side. Now, I get it. It, it, it. You look at the records and whatnot, and you go, okay, this line maybe makes sense. But to the betting public, if you tell someone Notre Dame versus Duke, how many people are going to go, oh, yeah, that line should be 15 points or it something be that affects, Two touches. I yeah. think, and so, and so when it stinks like this, that means that something's
1: going on. I'll give you a line that stinks right offhand to a college game real quick. Kansas State number, what are they, number 16 in the nation, something like that, I think they're number 16, playing at Texas. Texas is minus 7 in that game. Uh, Texas hasn't looked very good the last few weeks. I'm not sure how that game... Got to seven. It's one of those again reverses where it's um, where the line's been moving up. I think it opened at five. Kansas State's been taking the tickets, but Texas has been taking the big money. So that's that one. That's one that stands out to me. Doesn't feel like a good bet, but. Uh, I think Texas probably wins that game by more than a touchdown.
2: Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Um, we'll do our uh, four-pack plays here in a little bit. Let's talk uh, NFL real fast before we get rolling. Um, and The NFL wasn't good to us at all this week. We're not going to get off on our, our tangents about our bad football teams being the Bears and the Lions, And but the funny thing is they play each other this week, and a spot play for me that if I won't bet against the Lions because I don't want to do that, but if the Chicago Bears are going to win a game anytime soon, it's got to be this one because their schedule, they wouldn't beat the Lions on a neutral field they wouldn't beat the Lions in Detroit but boy they've lost four straight the Lions defense is terrible if Mitch Trubisky is any type of quarterback at all if he's not the worst quarterback ever in the history of the world they have to do something this week I wouldn't mind and I won't play it but I wouldn't mind you know laying the two and a half points and taking the Bears
1: no I won't play the Bears the rest of the year <laughs> um, the one thing I'd say on this game that kind of looks intriguing is I saw that over-unders down to 41 and a half uh, the Lions can score that's one thing they can definitely do they're going to give up a lot too uh, there's been games in this series that have uh, recently that have been pretty high scoring. Again, you don't trust the Bears at all to throw up numbers, but just like as said, I, I mean, the, if the Bears are going to win, they're not going to win this game. I don't think with 17 points, but uh, the over is the only thing that looks like it would have some sort of chance here.
2: Stroop, before I before I let you talk, um, just so you know, before you pick, the great Larry Randazzle will be in at attendance at Soldier Field, so I don't know if that sways your pick one way or another.
0: Oh yeah, it does. Uh, he'll be loud. to um, About this game, just take Detroit money line. There's no reason to ever bet on the yes. Bears. Uh, you're betting on Stafford versus um, versus uh, Mitch, and we know how that's going
2: to end. Which a year ago, via text messages, you would have been taking Mitch, wouldn't you? Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe. maybe.
1: Maybe last year you would have, but not this year. Mitch is turning the TVs off now at Hallis Hall, so I'm I'm pretty sure that'll <laughs> that'll fix everything yeah, for him. Yeah,
2: everything's good now. Everything's good now. Um, let's talk about some other games. And, and the Packers was that line last week that smelled, and, and Stroop just talked about it. And, of course, my dumbass was on the Packers to finish my money line parlay. And they get housed against the Chargers out in L.A. in front of a home crowd because there's so more Packer fans than anything. So Packers go home. They get Carolina, who's been good um it's a five and a half point line don't we take the packers at least money line in this considering if we want to keep it simple it's aaron Rodgers at Lambeau field against kyle allen is it kyle allen is that his name
1: that sounds right so i
2: mean (laughs) so like this is i mean we're at least putting the packers in a money line parlay at this point correct
1: yeah i mean i could see doing it i don't have them as a is something i'm going to play this week i i'm still in that boat where i don't trust the packers i don't know why i mean and last week didn't uh didn't make me feel any better about him I I don't think I'm gonna play this one seven and two team obviously they're they're a good team but I, I just don't trust them if they whenever they're playing at home or away Adam
2: what do you think
0: I, I'm gonna double down on Green Bay this week they are going to run Carolina out of uh, Lambo there's this I, I you're gonna see a theme with my picks um, my, my my four pack Um but Green Bay is one of them. Again, if they, I'll double down all day long. They're you know they're not going to lose, and Aaron's going to make sure that they know they're still one of the best teams in football.
2: Um, I will caution fans that the Packers give up a lot of points or a lot of yards on the ground, and obviously um, Christian McCaffrey. you guys up. I will caution people, sorry, buddy, that um, the Packers give up a lot on the ground, and Christian McCaffrey is one of the best players in the entire league. So um, that's one thing that you can even look at, maybe his um, prop bets when it comes to that player prop. Um, elsewhere, a couple more games we'll kind of talk about. Minnesota at Dallas, it's the Sunday night game. Um, the Cowboys are minus three. Um, it should be a great environment and all that kind of stuff down there. Of course, Minnesota coming off a loss last week, their second straight road game. Um, do you tr- do you trust Kirk Cousins in a primetime game on the road, Pete?
1: Nope. Uh, this simply will be in my in one of my four here. I'll be taking Dallas uh, <laughs> minus three. No way am I taking Kirk Cousins in a primetime game on the road. Uh, Dallas.
2: Yeah, you son of a I want to do my four pack this time. You're not first. allowed
1: to do uh, any picks of mine. Cause no. Every time you do it's a loser. No,
2: that's fine. Um I got it. I'll do something different. But Stroop, what do you got?
0: I don't have anything. I don't like the numbers. It's a 50-50 game. It's I I I, I don't know. I I don't
2: even want to tell somebody one way or another. So I'm you'll
1: sure. be on so you'll be in Dallas on Sunday night.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you'll be betting it. Don't act <laughs> like you won't. Um, one last one, I guys, I want to keep betting against San Francisco. Last time I did it, they put up fifty one points, fifty two points. Um, they are getting, they're going to lay six. Russell Wilson's going to get six points at San Francisco. He's been an MVP type guy. I am just convinced me not to take San Francisco or not to take uh, Seattle.
1: No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch this game. Um, Monday if, night, you, if you think. Seattle, I mean, you might as well just roll a money line at probably, plus, I'm guessing they're in the plus 200 range if, you, I don't know what I if think. you're waiting for San Fran. I'm not going to, I don't have a good opinion on this one at all. I don't have a good feel for either team. Stroopers. Even though they have two losses combined. Uh,
0: I'm with you. I, well, I'm, I, I want to stay on the other side of San Francisco as well. So if, if I'm going to bet it, which I would, I'll probably take Seattle. Or we'll just come up with uh, with a player prop.
2: Okay. Um, all right, boys. It's time to put your money where your mouth is. Um, we can keep track. We can look back, but last week wasn't fun. So um, your four-pack plays. I'm gonna be writing them down. We'll put them on Twitter. Hey, guys, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Um, QC Sports Bet is is where we're at at QC Sports Bet. Um, especially during basketball season, it's starting to to get really busy now. There was 149 college basketball games on Tuesday. Um, we're 2-0 and o in college basketball. We're going to start posting more picks on Twitter. Um, really good feels for college basketball. I, I don't want to talk ourselves up, but I think when it comes to this th- trio, we do our best work during college basketball season, especially in the regular season. So um, please follow us. We're not going to be doing a podcast every night so you guys can get picks. So follow us on Twitter so you can make some money along
1: with us college basketball season. We'll start with our four-pack of plays. I'll start with Temple on Thursday night. Uh, of Temple course you will. Is going to be. I'm gonna take this. Is right now it's money line is minus 120. The game's minus one and a half. So I'd rather just take the minus 120. Go, um, go that route. One of those plays where it's uh, Temple's got a lot of the money, uh, not a lot of the tickets. So Temple's one play I've done very well on Thursday nights. Everything but Saturday night for college or Saturday. <laughs> I've done pretty well so far with that. Yeah, it's so always
2: it's not a good thing though when you're bad day. Had, is the had day Georgia when Southern
1: happen. last last week, so I'm going Temple this week. Um, another Thursday thing. I'm not going to put this in my six pack, or my four pack. Sorry, it plays something I'm going to play though, regardless. Just a little uh, something for you. Keenan Allen's over under tonight in receiving yards is 69 and a half. Playing against the Raiders. Raiders have been getting given ridiculous yards away to top receivers. Yeah. so I think that's a play. Also, the five and a half over under receptions uh, looks like it could be something, but definitely going to take the 69 and a half on Keenan Allen. Um, other plays, another college one. Uh, Boston College, Florida State. Florida State just obviously fired uh, Taggart. Boston College, I believe, is two and a half. Um, I, think the, I think I saw the money line on that game was minus 130, so it's kind of weird. You lay two and a half for minus 110 or money line it at 130. I, I'm fine with my, taking the minus two and a half there. Um, for Boston College, the reason why I'm taking them, so Boston College each year does the red bandana game, which uh, you probably saw it on like outside the lines. It's Wells, I don't remember his last name, but a guy who uh, died in 9-11, wore the red, red bandana, went running up to save people's lives. So one of his thing or one of the thing BC does, he was a BC guy, uh, they have this red bandana game, crowds all in red. Uh, kind of one of those feel-good stories where the team gets jacked up, Florida State's going the opposite direction, weather's going to be cold, BC's got a pretty good back, so I think all, the, all the, everything adds up in that one. Uh, NFL-wise, I'm going to do uh, Dallas, like I said, minus three, and then my other one will be a Moneyline parlay. Chiefs uh, with Mahomes back. Uh, I just don't think Tennessee is very good, and they got Tannehill starting, and uh, along with the Rams who are at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is not good. I mean, there's no reason Indy, <laughs> Indy should not have lost that, that was game. That another last kick week. in the nuts, yeah. That should have been a two touchdown winner. Um, I just I don't see the Rams losing to Pittsburgh, so that's a plus one ten on the parlay. All right, Stroop, late on us. What do you got?
0: Yeah, mine'll be quick. Because I pretty much talked about all of them except for one. Uh, Duke plus eight is going to be big. That that road stinks to me, or sorry, that that line stinks to me. Minnesota plus seven. We talked about that one. Um, it's time for Minnesota. See if uh, or it's time for us to see if Minnesota is the real deal. I told the uh, I said I'm doubling down on the Packers. I think they blow them out this week. And the reoccurring theme is is that uh, overreactions are wonderful. And so to, um, on Thursday, um, the Raiders uh, are going to be a play of mine plus one and a half. They're playing the Chargers. Everybody thinks that the Chargers are something now because they blew out Green Bay. Let's be honest with ourselves. Raiders are up and coming. We've talked about that last week again, um, that they've looked a lot better, and they continue to get better week in and week out. And so I think tonight's the perfect place um, here on Thursday to uh, to get that win for the Raiders.
2: All right. I, I, I like it. I like it. I'm going to be mine real fast. And, um, hold on. i got to turn Stroop up so he doesn't yell at me again. Um, my four plays are: will start in college. And last week, I gave you guys a, par- a, a a winning bet, one of the rare winners we had from a good buddy of mine. We're gonna call him the Bald Badass. And uh, the Bald Badass this week says that um, he loves the Smurf Turf. He loves Boise State, and I trust in Bald Badasses, so I will take um, the. I will lay the thirteen and a half on the Smurf Turf. Against Wyoming, and I'll take Boise State minus 13 and a half. Um, my college play is going to be Wisconsin, Oklahoma and Michigan State in a money- line parlay. It gets you at about 1:30. If you don't like that, you can take Michigan out, Michigan State out, and you can put Texas in as well. I like that line. Texas isn't losing four games. Kansas State's due to lose. The most of the love that they're getting is because they did beat Oklahoma, and hats off to them. But eventually that's going to come back the other way. So if you want to make a little more money, toss Texas in there as well. I'll put the official pick on Twitter. Um, Where am I at here? Um, NFL-wise, I will take a Moneyline Parlay with the Packers, and the Cowboys, that will get you a good amount of money because it's minus three and minus uh, five and a half. So you'll get plus money that make a little bit of extra money with that one. And then I got to do one more, do I not? What am I missing here? Oh, I will also put on there, and I hate to say this, but I'll put Duke on there as well with the plus eight.
1: Oh, he just stumped your Stroop. Hey, Stroop, <laughs> did you have a, did you like a, I was just looking at the lines right now. Baylor is at TCU. Baylor's minus two and a half, I believe it is. Didn't they just come out with... Is TCU's quarterback out? It doesn't feel like the line would be right there. It feels like it'd be more. But I thought you had Baylor written down as a possible play. Baylor's something in my... uh, On plays that I had, Baylor Baylor definitely made the list as far as something I might also jump into.
0: Yeah, I had that too, but we need to look into more on that.
1: All right, so yeah, Baylor might be something as well, but that's, again, it's going to be outside of the four. But like I said, we... We have the four, but we're we're doing a lot more than four. I'm going to take Duke off my four because I hate
2: repeating what Stroop said. So I'll take that off my four, and I'll give you guys another one on Twitter. Is that safe to say? Can I do that, or is that I have to put my feet to the fire on something now? I should put my feet to the fire on something now. Um, no, no, wait. Wait, don't want don't want yeah. me to rush anything. All right, we'll do that. We'll do that. So um, that's the uh, podcast for this week. Make sure you're following us on Twitter. It's very important. We're making money in basketball, both college and NBA. We wanted you to join us uh, with doing that as well. And uh, hopefully the four packs go better this week. And we want to thank everyone for listening. Make sure you're subscribing um, to it as well. Give us your feedback. Yell us, fade us, whatever you want to do. Hopefully you enjoy the podcast, and we'll talk to you guys next week.